Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This hour, you're inside looking at the world of mixed martial arts. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Here I sit, 32 plus years now, the man, no doubt about it. Of course, today we're talking USC 200, USC 202. We'll talk some Bellator, maybe a little World World Series of Fighting as well. Of course, the quiet brand there, World Series of Fighting, NBC Sports Network. Seeing what they're going to do, check their website. Bottom line is, we've got MMA to talk, and of course, Ronda Rousey, making some noise? Well, no, not making any noise at all, of course. In fact, women's MMA is sort of like taking a back step now, the fact that she's not around anymore. I mean, come on. She was getting headlines before. She was on HBO. She was on NBC. She was on the Today Show. But no longer does Misha Tater or anybody like that worthy of those kind of uh, that kind of notoriety. The bottom line is there's only one Ronda Rousey, and she ain't coming back. Not in this generation. No way, no how. Cain Velasquez trying to get his career back on track. Of course, the former two-time world heavyweight champion. If he wins, of course, against, well, if he gets, speaking of Ronda Rousey, I'm talking about Travis Brown. That's her sperm donor, per se, her boyfriend. Of course, she says that she has sex with Travis before fights. I'm bringing this up intentionally so she can get a testosterone boost. I kid you not. That's what the woman's on record saying. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. From the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, live from the left coast, the west coast, San Francisco, and the Sports Byline Studios, I am the man, Pedro Fernandez. joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. 
If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Attention. If you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Heartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. I can't believe it. I went to the internet this morning and there was a UFC fighter bitching about his pay. How could that be? Come on. The premier organization of mixed martial arts, these guys have gotten me making more money than those other guys, right? Like those, those lesser brands like Bellator and World Series of Fighting and, of course, Premier, premier fighting. Of course, they get the the one establishment over there in the uh, in Asia. Of course, Ben Askren and his crew over there. So Ben Askren's making more money on the road than he is here in the United States. So maybe there's some merit to that. But Donald Cerrone, a winner last night, of course, over Patrick Cote. And I thought Cote was going to win. Here. I thought Cote had a little bit uh, left in the tank, but not so. TKO loser in the third round, two minutes and thirty five seconds in, got punched out. Donald the Cowboy Strong keeps whopping and whopping and whopping, folks. I mean. One of the most active fighters in the world of uh, mixed martial arts. <clears throat> he's had that one loss, but he just keeps keeps coming and coming and coming. He's a taker, and he's a giver. I'm talking about the cowboy, Donald Cerrone. A winner in the main event, Stephen Thompson over Rory McDonald. Of course, a welterweight bout at 170 pounds, as was the Cerrone bout. Of course, uh, the unanimous not across the board, 50 to 45, 50 to 45, 48, 47. One judge thought it a little bit closer than the other two, 3 to 2 in judges. The other two had it. 
uh, five to zip as far as rounds are concerned. Five five-minute rounds in all UFC main events and, of course, title fights as well. Steve Boss, who's winner of Sean O'Connell, unanimous not across the board. Those guys were doing it in the 205. That's light heavyweight. Lightweight about 155. Oliver Mencier taking on uh, Tribal Gotti, of course, submission, rear naked choke, third round, two minutes and 28 seconds in. That was the main card that was on Fox Sports 1. Of course, it was a chick's fight on the card as well. Joanna Calderwood defeated Valerie Lettermanu with a body kick and punches. TKO through the third round, two minutes and 51 seconds in. Of course, uh, Valerie was supposed to be like, you know, the Canadian. They did this in Ontario, so she was supposed to be the hometown girl. Didn't work out that way. It doesn't always work out that way in the world of combat sports and clashing when you've got two people trying to impose their will on one another. Hometown crowds don't mean a whole lot once the bell rings and you get hit on the jaw or you get socked in the chin, as Mike Tyson used to say. Anyway, some other bouts on Fox Sports 2. They opened this fight card on, on preliminary card, of course, on USC Fight Pass. You got the... The ten dollar nine ninety nine fight pass. You buy the UFC fight pass. You get to watch the preliminary bouts, three or four bouts here, and of course, then they go to Fox Sports Two. Then they switch to Fox Sports One. Why they switch networks? I just don't know. They've got to be losing people in these network changes. It just happens. It has to happen that way. I mean, do you really want to change channels? And, and, and suppose you don't have it. You know, it's like channel one forty four and then channel five hundred fifty two. Guess what? I think they're making it difficult, and I just can't understand why they continue to make it difficult. I don't know why the USC is doing this Fox Sports 2 and Fox Sports 1 thing unless they uh, expect to take all of MMA and put it on Fox Sports 2 in the very near future or in the conceivable future. Anyway, some of the uh, future, <clears throat> the USC, of course, UFC 200 going, that's July the 9th. That's really the big card, but let's talk about the UFC schedule before that. Bill Santos, the world lightweight champion, the man, of course, that looks so good in capturing that title, going, of course, going against uh, Mr. Alvarez, a former Bellator champion. We'll see what happens there, UFC fighting. Of course, that's going to go down July the 7th, the MGM Grand. This is the beginning of International Fight Week. This is an important week as far as MMA is concerned because the UFC is going to like flood the nights with cars. And, of course, there were other promotions that used to do uh, lesser promotions and lesser you know, uh, wrestling promotions and small MMA and kickboxing and that kind of good stuff. They would all get together as far as these, uh, U- these international fight weeks. But now the USC wants to take it all over. But Rafael Delzano is taking on Eddie Alvarez, a former Bellator champion, of course, at 155 pounds. Roy Big Country Nelson and Derek Lewis in the co-main event. And a welterweight bout, of course, has got, I like this guy, Mike Pyle. He's been on the show in the past. Remember, he was in Men in Black, too. He was in that movie. He wore a mask. He didn't know who he was, but he was in that movie. Yeah, Mike Pyle. It was Mike Pyle. It was Mike Pyle. Anyway, he came back with a comeback win a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. So he's on a roll. Going to w- wish good things for him. Of course, then part of International Fight Week, July the 8th. <clears throat> Of course, the ultimate fighter, the finale, Team Joanna versus Team Claudia. Of course, these huge chicks sucking it up. And it's sort of cool because Joanna J is like the real deal. She is the real deal, no doubt about it. And, of course, she's defending that 115-pound championship against Claudia Gatetha. Gatetha can fight as well. So these two guys, are gonna hook, two girls are going to hook it up for the title, no doubt about it. Light heavyweight bouts on the card, another woman's strawweight bout. Of course, this is going down, as I said, all during the international fight week. And, of course, Cormier and Jones are going to top this off on July the 9th, from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, of course, Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier, the defending light heavyweight champion, with an asterisk because he's not really the light heavyweight champion. John Jones is. John Jones schooled him, and they had a fight in January of 2015. Of course, John Jones got in some trouble in April of last year where he did a hit and run, was smoking weed, had some condoms in the car, that kind of good stuff, you know, the kind of good stuff that you expect your fighter to be running around in the middle of the night doing when he's defending the light heavyweight championship in a couple of weeks. But no. That's what John Jones was up to. He supposedly cleaned up his act. 
Then he got arrested for drag racing, went back to jail a couple of months ago, but he was released for that. So, you know, what can I say? John Jones, the Albuquerque PD, one of the most corrupt law enforcement agencies per capita in the entire country, if not the world. I mean, I'm not kidding. You Google Albuquerque PD and police scandals, and they're like a ton of them. But bottom line is John Jones messing around with the Albuquerque PD. Probably time for him to either leave town or get his own driver, his own chauffeur. Now, also on that same card, a man you heard blast into the uh, the intro there by knocking out Frank Mir. I'm talking about the slowing Samoan, the throwing Samoan. Mark Hunt coming in on less than a month's notice take on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar getting this USADA ban lifted. I'm talking about the four-month ban. Of course, what I'm saying to you is you've got to be tested for four months to compete in the USC. That's what they say. That's what the U.S. Anti-Doping Association has put together with the USC and various athletic commissions, I'm told. But Brock Lesnar has waived this. He's been uh, given a waiver here because you know he's coming from the world of pro wrestling. He hasn't been had four months to train in this and that. But he's, he's such a great wrestler, I'm telling you. And I'm not saying this because he's a, a WWE superstar. No, Brock Lesnar is the real deal as far as amateur wrestling is concerned. He's a monster. I mean, few guys could ever beat him as as far as straight wrestling is concerned, as far as heavyweight straight wrestling is concerned. And then again, Mark Hunt's not a wrestler. Mark Hunt's a, a Samoan that throws knockout punches, knocked out Frank Muir in the blink of an eye, knocked out a lot of guys in the blink of an eye. If you don't watch yourself and pack your lunch when you fight Mark Hunt, you will get knocked out. There's just no doubt about it. And he will knock you out late in the fight. He will knock you out early in the fight. Brock Lesnar, of course, coming down to 265 for this fight from somewhere around 290, 295. Mark Hunt not having to make 265 with a whole lot of sweat. He's a little little tire around his waist. But the slow and Samoan, man, I'm hoping he can pull this knockout when you're the big upset, of course, of Brock Lesnar. And, of course, send Brock Lesnar back to the world of world wrestling entertainment. Not that he's not a good fighter. He is a good fighter. Probably could beat a lot of guys. But when I saw him turn his back against Shane Carwin and run, when he turned his back and ran, when Shane was kicking his ass in that title fight, of course, he came back and won it in the second round when Carwin sort of gassed after hitting him with almost 100 punches in round number one. But Rock Lesnar, he took a good butt whooping in that first round, and I guess he deserved to continue because he survived. But when he turned his back, the referee should have jumped in, stopped the fight right then. And you turn your back in combat sports, be it boxing or mixed martial arts, hey, baby, was it an accident? I don't know. But if you did it intentionally, guess what? The fight's over. The lady that whipped, the lady that whipped Ronda Rousey. That's right. I'm talking about Holly Holm, Misha Tate. Beating Holly Holm, of course, Holly Holm knocking out Ronda Rousey, losing four or five of her teeth in that bout, of course, in Australia last year, late last year. And, of course, then Misha Tate going up against Holly Holm, a decided underdog, no doubt about it, but she came up with that late-round submission, of course. And now Holly Holm looking to do things in the future. We'll talk about that in her future in a little bit later. But Misha Tate defending the world 135-pound female championship of the USA against Amanda Nunes. Amanda could fight, but Amanda's not thought to be of Misha Tate's caliber. But then again... <clears throat> How many women are? I mean, Misha Tate can fight. There's no doubt she can fight. She can grapple. She can strike. She can wrestle. She's got the. She's got. She's got a lot of skills. She's not great at anything. She does a lot of things very well. I think that's a good way to put Misha Tate to analyze Misha Tate. A guy that does things in a spectacular fashion, and all except that one fight with Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo taking on Frank Yeager. Of course, a battle of former champions. Jose Aldo, the former champion at 145, which is featherweight, and Frankie, Frankie Edgar, <clears throat> the former champion at 155, which is lightweight. Edgar is a very big featherweight. Aldo's a big featherweight as well. Both these guys, of course, are really lightweights. Eh, so I'm going to lean towards Edgar here because of the fact that Edgar, of course, has been denied. His, he's been denied the shot at 145, and I think that Jose Aldo, of course, 
Mm, of course, have exposed just a tad against Conor McGregor. Of course, he got thrashed with that in 12-second knockout. But the fact that, you know, he wanted to deny that Conor McGregor won afterwards. And so my opinion of him sort of is like, sort of, sort of like fell off the planet, just fell off the cliff. I just don't have a whole lot of respect for Aldo when he would not accept the fact that he just got knocked silly in less than a dozen seconds. Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor, I take that, uh, Frankie Yeager going in a featherweight bout. Of course, this is UFC 200. Of course, on that same card, Cain Velasquez, the aforementioned two-time world heavyweight champion, taking on the testosterone shot of tra- uh, <laughs> of Ronda Rousey, Mr. Travis Brown. On the, also on that card, Kat Sagano and Juliana Pena. Battle of a couple of tough chicks there. Of course, former welterweight champion Johnny Hendricks is on the card, taking on Kelvin Gaslam. Gaslam's on a hell of a role. Former bantamweight champion, the traitor, the guy that ran away from Team Alpha Male in Sacramento, California. T.J. Dillashaw, of course, lost that title back to Dominic Cruz earlier this year. He's in his first comeback fight. He's coming back against hmm, pretty good fighter. I'm talking about Rafael Asanejo. So we'll he will see what happens there. Asanejo thought to have the slight edge here because T.J. Dillashaw was on a hell of a roll. He had that Team Alpha male role with him, of course. I'm talking about you know uh, Uriah Faber. All those guys were in his corner. They were sleeping together. They were living together. He lived on... Uh, and Faber's couch when he was coming up, when he was a prelim fighter and things like that. Of course, checking and taking out the champion, Renan Braille, and the manner in which he did. We thought that T.J. Dillashaw might be around for a while, but then again, he never fought Uriah Faber. Instead, he fought Dominic Cruz, of course, who lost uh, lost his title. Not really lost, but had to give it up for the fact he had those those uh, ACLs, anterior cruciate ligament operations, four of them in total. Of course, three different ACLs were uh, were registered. Put take it back. Four different ACLs were put in his leg. One of them was rejected, so I had to do it again. So that makes three for four. Bottom line is he's got somebody else's bones and ligaments, all that kind of good stuff, in both knees. But Dominic Cruz beating uh, Uriah Faber a fortnight ago and beat him handily in a decision. I just couldn't understand why Uriah Faber did not go for the knees. I'm talking about the knees of Dominic Cruz, the great Dominic Cruz, man. He's got those bad knees. If you got a guy with a disadvantage and you don't go after it and you lose a fight, Shame on you. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 24 and a half minutes past the hour. Open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Chad Mendes, speaking of Team Alpha Male, in trouble. Yeah, with USADA, dope, steroids, ah! Glenstone Vitamins and Team Alpha Male in Sacramento. We'll talk about that after the break with my man Christian right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And these are the arms that long to lock you inside every day and every night. Girl, and here is the soul of which you've taken control. Can't you see I'm trying to show love is Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. for this week. Get out your Shazam app now and check it out. Plus, have fun and interact with Geico. Gecko yourself and share it with friends. Watch your favorite Geico video. Get a quote. Shazam now for the full list and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 
Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Way early this morning, Brad Higdon shared a major spoiler alert from everyone's favorite hit show, Sad Emojis, to express his feelings about the plot twist and a playlist he made to drown out his sorrows? Dude, oversharing alert. Brad, Geico has something worth sharing with those who haven't defriended you. Like how you could save hundreds on your car insurance at Geico.com. So stop moping about the post-apocalyptic world and start saving in the real world. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. I don't care what about she's what say, but when I make 135, she cannot say anything. You know, I'm not cheating. You know, I did a lot. Of, I did a mistake. I think everybody know perfect make mistake, and I already proof. You know, I'm clean, and I ready for fight her anytime. Now more of ring talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm sorry, I am not like you guys. I could not imagine phone sex. With Chris Cyborg Santos. I just couldn't. I mean, could you? Think about that. You're across the pond. You, know, you and the old lady are talking on the phone. You haven't seen her for a month. I don't think so. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the MMA Hour, of course. The second of two Sundays on Sports Byline, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Sunday, we flew an hour of boxing. <coughs> excuse me. And an hour of mixed martial arts. And, of course, we come back on Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific time with an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Now, that being that... Michael Bisping is looking to take on GSP. That's right. George St. Pierre, of course, the former welterweight champion for a long time. He's been in retirement for now, I guess, about two, two and a half years. He wants to come back or talking about coming back at 185 pounds. Can't make 170 anymore. That was the welterweight limit. 185 against the reigning champion, Michael Bisping. At the same time, the former champion, Chris Weidman, the natural. Of course, he had him on the show in the past when he wrecked the Filipino wrecking crew. That was his claim to fame before winning the title, of course, and then knocking out Anderson Silva the first time. And then... <clears throat> 
breaking his leg the second time. So Weidman's, you know, was supposed to get this bout, this rematch, uh, but it didn't happen with Luke Rockhold because Michael Bisping, because uh, he got hurt, and then Michael Bisping jumped in the last minute, and then Michael Bisping, of course, destiny was on his side. Now he wants to fight GSP, so Weidman's saying he's trying to take the easy way out. I don't think so. I think that GSP is a natural opponent for anybody right now. Why? Because he's GSP. You can make big money, and who knows what he's going to bring to the dance at 185 pounds and whether he can fight at 185 or not anyway. Let's take it to Galveston, Texas, to bring up my man, Christian. Christian, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right, Pedro. How about you? Very fine, sir. GSP and uh, Michael Bisping. Is that an easy fight for Michael Bisping? Well, I don't think it's an easy fight for Michael Bisping. I think it's a epic fight for him because of the fact that he's never faced somebody. Well, actually, he has faced a lot of people that have more experience than him or more star power than he does. But I think Bisping versus GSP would be an excellent fight. You know, GSP has been off now two, two and a half years. Of course, lost the title of Johnny Hendricks. Had the, didn't he have a controversial fight with Hendricks? They did it a second time, Hendricks. They gave, him, they gave Hendricks a second fight, right? I think so. Yeah, that's the way it went down. Of course, GSP retiring afterwards, saying that he was uh, upset with the UFC. And I sort of, he sort of implied that Hendricks was taking Flintstone vitamins. Remember he said that the USC drug testing wasn't up to snuff? Remember that? Yeah, I kind of remember that. Well, guess what? The drug testing's up to snuff now because they're catching guys. I mean, they're catching guys all the time. Chad Mendez, of course, the guy from Team Alpha Male, the former 125-pound title challenger, I think. <clears throat> He's been caught by the Anti-Doping Association. He said, quote, in a tweet this week at Chad Mendez, he said, I didn't do my homework, and that was a big mistake. I own it, and I'm going to pay for it. I guess they're going to suspend it for a while, but... You know, they're handing out these suspensions. This guy's 31 years old now. He can't be, you know, I, he can't be taking these kind of suspensions, man, especially when doping's involved because, Christian, they're going to watch you like a hawk from here on in. I mean, Alistair over him, he can't even take like a, he can't take a regular vitamin, let alone a Flintstone vitamin. They're watch, they call him Alistair Overroid. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, but, I mean, he's they're really watching him close. They're watching all these guys close. Now, you know, some of the guys are saying that the drug tasting is a little too rigid. And I don't think that, I don't know. I mean, is, is drug testing guys in between fights when they're off and not training, is that, should that be considered legal? I know that if you find cocaine in your system or something like that, some recreational drug that the UN, U.S. Anti-Doping Association can't hold that against you. But still, do you really want your business out there? Should, should athletes be, be, should they be tested year-round, combat sports guys? Uh, it depends on how many fights they take, because if they only take, like, one fight a year, then they shouldn't be tested all that much, if at all, unless it's during fight week. But if somebody's taking, like, four or five fights a year, then maybe they should get drug tested very often. Hmm, interesting. Of course, drug testing big now with the... Uh, World Anti-Doping Association. I like VADA, the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, ran by uh, former Athletic Commission doctors of the Nevada Commission, Dr. Flint's Flip Homansky and Dr. Margaret Goodman. Now, Donald Cerrone says the most he's ever made in his life was 79 grand, and he went on an eight-fight winning streak. He's won 17, I think, uh, best bout bonuses, something like that, after fights. But he says they pay him like he's a piece of, of feces. Is, he, is there some merit to what he's saying? I mean, yeah, it is true because if you think about it, the dude has a combined Zupa record of 17, I mean, of 19, 7, and 1 no contest out of the 
31 fights, I mean, out of the 34 fights he's had. But still, though, I just don't see why he can't get paid all that much, especially for how much work he's done for the UFC, both in the octagon and out of it. I mean, I just don't see why he ain't really getting paid all that much. Maybe it's because of the Reebok deal. No, it's because the UFC doesn't pay guys, man. In fact, the UFC, uh, we'll talk about that maybe in the next segment. The UFC is supposedly they're about to take a $4 billion offer for the company from some some conglomerate somewhere, but $4 billion bucks. I remember when they, they were $23 million in the hole. When they bought the UFC, they bought it. I can't remember what they bought it for, but they ran down to 23 they bought it for $2 million in 01. Yeah, and then they ran into a $23 million debt before they started making money with the Ultimate Fighter on Spike TV. And, of course, then from Spike TV, they went to pay-per-view. And from then, it's just been, you know, it's been what it is. Now, I'm going to ask you this before we go to the break. Has the UFC gone greedy by doing these pay-per-views monthly? And Are there really fighters worth paying 70 bucks a month for to watch? And why should we have to watch these guys if they're the best in combat sports? We don't have to watch the best in the NBA or a bas- a NBA basketball or baseball or the NFL. Why should we have to watch? Why should we have to pay to watch the best in combat sports, Christian? Well, to be honest, I think they're greedy because of the fact that they do events almost every other weekend. And to be honest, they need lower card guys to fill up those lower card. I mean to fill up those lower event cards to make way for the pay-per-views mm-hmm. so that we have to pay $70 to see it. But still, I just think they're greedy for putting on way too many events. Well, any any corporation is taking 88% of the money or any entity is getting 88% of the gross revenues and the talent's only supposedly taking 12% of the gross revenues. I think that's a problem, and you don't have to be an accountant to figure that one out. Huh, all right. Yeah. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide all across America, Canada, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands. I love saying that, the Virgin Islands. Mike McCallum from the Virgin Islands. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Open phone lines, coast to coast. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is happening as well, and the address is Sports Byline in number two. Wait, wait, I'm not done. The Twitter thing is going on as well, and the address is at Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. One can have a dream, babe. Two can make a dream so real. How does Chael Sonnen approach John Jones? Uh, same as everybody else. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass. Two can make a wish come true, yeah. One can stand alone in the dark, yeah. Two can make the Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-
800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800 428 one five seven zero agents are standing by twenty four seven. So go ahead and call now. Eight hundred four two eight fifteen seventy. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Started it off. Went there, rocked him. Sent to go. Fight. Domi and Guido. Oh, head kick. Guido's pace is relentless. 45. Again with the head kick and the takedown. Maynard and Edgar putting on a show. Outstanding. Wow. Amazing that Frankie Edgar was able to recover from that at all. And he's got Maynard. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Heavyweight boxing, and that is why it is always something special. Talk about this stuff which they put on in cages nowadays when anything goes. You can keep it so far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Don't go to bed with no price on your Robert Blake. He was with the, uh, the Little Rascals back in the 30s, and like the 30s, man. He was like a kid actor, right? Then he got on Breda. Then he, then he murdered his wife. You know he murdered her. I mean, that was like, that was just so obvious. He went out, somebody shot my wife. They found the gun in his car. The bottom line is, Breda got off, but he didn't get off civilly. Of course, they got him. But he got the kid. So I guess it's sort of cool. He did win. He got the kid. At the end of the day, he did get the kid. Speaking of a guy that is a kid, no, he's no longer a kid. He's like almost 40 years old. Fedora Milenko. 
Fabio Maldonado hooked it up. Of course, in Russia, it was a three-round bout. The former uh, former Pride champion, the last emperor, call him what you want, pound for pound. Some people think he's the best heavyweight of all time in the world of mixed martial arts with Fedor. And Fabio Maldonado, a Brazilian, hooking it up in Russia. They had three Russian judges at the end of the fight. Of course, the first round was a 10-8 round from Maldonado as he kicked Fedor's butt pretty good. But Fedor, of course, was very courageous, got, you know, big-time stones, came back, had the fans with him, and pushed him. And, of course, he basically maybe got the second and the third round by a 10-9 margin. So, therefore, we're talking about a draw, right? Not in Russia, not with Fedor, no way, no how. It was a majority decision for Fedor, of course, and uh, that was, uh, the crowd sort of looked at that and said, that probably, that smells a little bit like, you know, sun-dried cod. You know how the fish dries in the sun, it doesn't smell good? Well, guess what? That Fedor decision and Maldonado did not smell too good. Now, I ask you, Christian, what does that do for Fedor and his, uh, his, his future? I mean, they're controlling the judges, his promotional pe- team are controlling the judges, the opponents. I mean, what more, can, are, are, they, are they selecting the crowd that comes in and, as well, or what? Well, to be honest, this was his first fight in Russia in three or four years. So, of course, they were going to have the local judges, the local fans who basically gave less of a reaction for Maldonado than anything. And you're basically going to have local rules, pretty much. So, yeah, I really thought that Fedor won that fight in a cheaply way, mostly because of the fact that he was torn into hamburger meat the first round by Maldonado, the iron hillbilly. But still, I just think that Fedor Milinenko's career isn't quite over because I think he still wants that one more fight, maybe in Ryzen Fighting Federation in Japan, maybe in Bellator in the U.S. But... I think we need to see him in one more fight because even though he says he's getting ever so close to coming back to the UFC, we all know he ain't going to fulfill like a four-fight contract or more. He needs to have one more fight either in Japan or with Bellator in the U.S. just to fulfill that legacy of his to, you know, give us a chance to actually care about him without having all that crookedness that went on in that fight in Russia, (laughs) Moscow, Russia on Friday. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Does Fedor Fedor look like an old man to you, and did they fight in a ring or did they fight in a cage? Oh, no, wait, actually, a ring, because I know people are going to say a cage, a cage, a cage, but still – I would rather see him fight in a ring because... But Fedor, think, Fedor was in a ring Friday night, right? Nope. Cage. Was, wow. I'm, you know what? Then I guess he's thinking about going back to the USC or Bellator because I'm telling you, um, he doesn't. He, he never trained in the cage before. That was him and Mirko Krokop's problem. Remember, they refused to train in the cage. They were training in a ring for a fight that was in a cage? Yeah, I think that was their fault because of the fact that Mirko Kokov, as we know, former K1 champion, former IGF champion, former UFC and Pride veteran, mm-hmm. he was best in a ring. Same thing with Fedor, with rings and Pride. But still, I just think that Fedor needs to fulfill his one, his one more fight to rise in and maybe a fight in Bellator. Okay. Friday night, Bellator did his thing from Fresno, California, Bantamweight title foul. Of course, uh, it was a rematch. Um, 
is Bell, are, are there stars starting to rise here? Can you see a star rising on this Galveo card? Can you see a star coming out of that? Well, when it comes down to Eduardo Dudu Dantas defeating Marcos Lowell Galvo yeah. in their rematch, I think both of those guys are certified stars, as well as the Pitbull brothers, Patricky and Patricio. Mm-hmm. Mike, Michael still, Chandler as well? Yep. But still, when it comes down to Bellator and their fault, their fault is to, I mean, their fault is basically not pushing more new stars down our throats instead of, you know, these old grizzled veterans that they have. But the old grizzled veterans are the guy that turned the rating cranks. Yeah, that is true. But I would just, I mean, as a fight fan, you would just want to see more fresh new faces just to get you interested in that old fight. Hmm. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I, I think so, but, I, you know, we'll see what's happening. They've only been at the helm. Scott Cooker's been at the helm now, what, about a year and uh, three or four months. So we'll see where he takes it. He says that within five years he wants to be able to, like, be 1A and 1B with the USC. We'll see if he that dream fulfill, is, gets gets fulfilled. Satoshi Ishii taking a 14-5-1, taking on Rampage Jackson. Of course, that's Friday night on Spike TV, and that's um, uh, Bellator as well. Talk to me. Is Ishii a, a, a live guy here, or is he just a punching bag? Uh, considering the fact that the five losses he took were all, to, well, almost all to established names, except for Jerry Poshaka, I mean, he's not really that much of a punching bag, considering the fact that he made his debut against fellow judoka and pride veteran Hirohiko Yoshida, and he fought for Dream and Antonio Inoki's promotion, IGF. But still, I just think that he's not really that much of a flunky. I don't see why people are giving the former 2008 Olympic judo gold medalist basically all this gripe and saying that Rampage is going to kill him, Rampage is going to destroy him. But I think that if... Ichi can maintain a good first round, then maybe he'll have a chance of making that fight against Rampage on Friday night very interesting. Okay. We're talking uh, Bellator MMA with Christian from Galveston, Texas. Christian, the uh, Bellator Heavyweight Championship has been vacated. And, you know, I mean, doesn't Scott Cooker really need to get a solid heavyweight and get that strap around the solid heavyweight in order to, like, bring some enlightenment? Because, you know, it's always been said that. He who follow he who controls the heavyweight champion controls the sport in boxing. In the world of mixed martial arts, he who controls the heavyweight champion, of course, is the USC. That's a non uh, a one party entity, of course, about to be sold for four billion bucks. But Bellator, I think they need to get a heavyweight out there, man. They need to get him out there like yesterday. Yeah, but come to think of it, their biggest heavyweight has been spending all his time in Russia, and now he's gone, and he probably might go to the UFC. And his name is. Vitaly Minakov. Yeah, I, want, I didn't want to try that one out, of course. And then, of course, you got Andrei Koroshev, of course, 19-1, the welterweight champion. Could he rumble with anybody in the UFC at welterweight 170? Uh, well, considering the fact that he just upset Benson Henderson in stunning fashion, I think that he, well, he was, was probably have to Christian, work Christian, Christian, hold on. Was that such an upset, though? I mean... Benson Henderson, Bendo, call him what you want, the former lightweight champion being brought in 
to sign that contract with Bellator and then rushing in that title fight just a few weeks later and fighting, having the fight at 170 pounds. Now he's going back to 155. I think Coker sort of admitted when he was here the last time that they sort of uh, pulled, they gasped when they put him in at 170 against Koroshev. Well, come to think of it, I mean, I think that, to be honest, I can't really say much about the whole course, I mean, course call thing because there's not really that many viable contenders in the welterweight division either. Hmm. So what? Well, then where is the hot division right now? Middleweight? I mean, the middleweight title belt, of course, has changed hands a couple of times in the last um, six or seven months. Of course, Weidman, we thought the uh, the natural was going to hold on to that title for a while. Then Rockhold went in there and beat him like he he, he committed domestic violence on him. Then Rockhold gets upset by Michael Bisping, who he had beaten a prior fight. Now Bisping wants to take on GSP. But middleweight, the straps going around, is that, I think it's sort of good for the championship to be floating around now. I'm, I'm sort of digging this, it's changing hands. Because you know what? Unpredictable, being unpredictable is sort of what makes combat sports combat sports. That is true. But if you think about it, there's a difference between the middleweight division in Bellator and the middleweight division in the UFC. Because of all those title changes that's happened in the UFC middleweight division, I think you give a guy like Michael Bisping a chance to showcase himself a little bit more, he'll have a hell of a lot more firepower to put into promos and put into his fight camp and all that stuff. Whereas with Bellator, you had, you basically just had a controversial fight in Rafael Carvajal versus Melvin Mata. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you also got stars looking to be brought back up, especially Brandon the Bull Halsey, who was the former champion who got on the scales a little bit pudgy when it came down to his middleweight title shot. But still, when it comes down to the difference between the UFC and Bellator middleweight divisions, I think the UFC has the better edge because Bellator just came off a controversial fight. Back to, of course, the UFC. We talk about the middleweight champion just now. Rafael Carvalho, we watched him a fortnight ago on Spike TV. Didn't look that good. 13-1. He's six foot three, so almost 6'4", 185 pounds, and yet he can't fight tall. If you can't fight tall and you're tall, are you destined to lose real quick? Mm, probably so. I mean, he's 13-1, but if you can't, I mean, being tall is what he's all about. If you can't use your attributes, why are you even going? I mean, that's it. Well, if you... I mean, well, if you can't use your attributes, you better hope not to fight the other fighter's game. Okay. Talking USC 202, I'll take that back 200. Of course, Brock Lesnar and Frank Mir. What's going to happen there, Christian? Oh, you mean Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt? Brock Lesnar and Frank I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt. I blew my, my mental fart there. Go. It's okay, but I think that I think that the Brock Lesnar-Mark Hunt fight is going to be an epic showcase. I just think that with Mark Hunt's punching power and Brock Lesnar's overall power in general, I think that's going to be a fun fight, even though it's going to be a one-off for Lesnar. You you don't think, well, I mean, Lesnar's got that solid wrestling base, and I think that he would just go out there and just manhandle Mark Hunt in, in the trenches, right? Well, duh. I mean, if he can find a way to outdo I mean, if he can find a way to duck past Mark Hunt's punching power, that's all. So Mark Hunt's got to catch him coming at him. I guess so. 
You know how I beat Brock Lesnar? I've watched Brock Lesnar, and I've studied him as a fighter. I think the way to beat Brock Lesnar is with an uppercut. I think that he's susceptible to uppercuts. He doesn't see, see nothing coming from the front, coming from underneath. He's, he looks straight ahead at you. In fact, he doesn't take hooks too well as well. Of course, running from Shane Carwin. But I really think the key to beating the key to beating Brock Lesnar is throwing uppercuts inside because I think he'll take that chin of his, and I don't think it's all that good. Take him out. Of course, as I said, I thought he was. I thought he should have been disqualified against Shane Carwin. Of course, he took all those punches. But when you turn your back back in combat sports, isn't that a surrender? I guess so. I mean, didn't he do the same thing with Cain Velasquez? Yes, and Cain Velasquez, of course, and, and he's sperm donor, Travis Brown. Who's going to win that? And I hope Cain Velasquez wins just for the hell of it. I mean, I understand they are pushing Big Hoffa, Travis Brown, because of the fact that he dates Ronda Rousey, but I really don't think that the guy should win because he's not a viable heavyweight contender, whereas Cain Velasquez held the belt twice. Good point. Christian from Galveston, Texas. Have a great week. You're tuned to Sports Byline, live from the studios by the Bay, City by the Bay, San Francisco, California, in the Sports Byline studio. complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. My joints used to kill me. 
I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Wow, the girl that beat Ronda Rousey, Holly Holmes, she's coming back against a very tough chick, Valentina Shevarenko. Wow, I mean, Shevarenko can fight. She's had, like, a professional boxing career, a kickboxing career, a mixed martial arts career, and I think that Holly Holmes going to have her hands full. Of course, this is the UFC on Fox, and it's sort of good just going back to the big network. I mean, the big network is where it's at, July 23rd from the United Center in Chicago, Illinois, UFC on Fox, the big network. Straight up, this has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of combat sports, both boxing, MMA, and, of course, pro wrestling. I am the man, often imitated, but never duplicated, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, Pedro Fernandez. My radio schedule, Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours. Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific, take that, Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, Sirius XM, satellite radio. This is Ring Talk. Live worldwide from the city by the bay. The longest running fight show in history. 32 plus years now. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep your hands up. Keep your chin down. Most importantly, keep that buddy of yours off the canvas of life. Hey,